um, starting with the, the leftovers, um, where we have, uh, international assassin and 1013 and wow (laughs) to, to both of them. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow. Indeed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, real quick before we get into details of them, how did you feel about having 1013 be all about additional flashbacks catching or rather weaving in Meg's full story before going back to, actually we didn't go back to it all, Kevin being birthed from the ground. It it seemed really, really odd. But then, you know, it's like, wait a minute, the finale is next week. Why are they just doing Meg? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And, but, you know, of course it ended up, um, being relevant, of course, uh, of course. Yeah. So where yeah. else could they have put that story, that thread? I don't think that they could have put it anywhere else, but right there. Well, I don't know. Maybe with Evie and her friends coming out at the yeah, end. Of it. Yeah. I guess that's probably the best place to put them in, um, in 209 rather yeah. than, than earlier than, well, yeah, then we would have known. Yeah. So yeah, that that kind of blows my theory. It kind of, kind of, it definitely does. So it's something, you know, they they disappeared themselves. Yeah. They were not. Um, they didn't depart. Right. And but wow, I mean, they certainly did it in a way that that felt really, really very much like a departure, yeah. especially since Evie's mom, Erica. And well, all three of the moms, it sounds like answered the questions in a way that supported that it was a departure. Mm-hmm. And since they were working with Meg mm-hmm. and the, the guilty remnant, then wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm still curious and, and we'll probably never find out how Evie and Meg communicated with each other to arrange this. You know, we saw how they met yeah. But, um, and I don't think it matters to me if I find out how they did it all. I am curious as to why. I mean, what's really the mm-hmm. point? Mm-hmm. It, it, because if the girls are going to come out of the, the, the truck, whatever, the trailer, and I mean, or maybe they're not, are they? What do you think is going to happen? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because the guilty remnant is all about reminding people of the pain. Yeah. But bringing the girls back wouldn't do that, would it? I don't know, unless they're planning to kill them. Yeah, true. So Make it as if they really, really did depart? Like, oh, look, we didn't depart, but hey, boom, we're good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So, I, yeah, I don't know. But we have the two two episodes to talk about first before okay. we can do that. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Harvey, Kevin Harvey, right. international assassin. <laughs> so, know who you are and adorn yourself accordingly. That was great. He he didn't really think about that, but there weren't a lot of choices either. No, I mean, I guess, you know, he picked the outfit that most resonated with him. And, and I guess I would agree because they didn't have 
just some cool jeans and a nice fitted t-shirt. Right. You right. Know, they That's didn't what have you like, usually see him in. Right? Yeah. Sexy casual. So. <laughs> well, he could have just worn the towel and I would have been. Okay yes. With that. <laughs> I read a lot of people were hoping for that. <laughs> there were some really wonderful um, gifs out there actually that I, I saw being shared by, I don't remember if it was the advocate or out magazine or, you know, one of the, the gay um, pu- online publications that I follow were sharing a few gifs of, of naked um, oh, Kevin just falling out of, yes. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, not just the gay men of the world loved that scene. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> Ladies did too. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so the other options of clothes in there, there was one that looked like guilty remnant outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One that I think we saw someone else wearing that looked like some kind of religious garb. Mm-hmm. And, and what was the fourth? Was a, um, police uniform. Oh, that's right. So that had been more like him in the past. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't that anymore. So to me, it under, it's understandable he wouldn't put that on. Mm-hmm. Really, the only thing left would be the suit. Yeah, but who knew it came with you know, right. all that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, other people did there. Was it um, the man with the little girl uh, who ended up being Neil? Mm-hmm. Was he the one who said... Well, you're dressed like, like, oh, who said that? So, didn't someone say, it's been a, now a week. I, I did watch it again, but someone said to him, uh, international assassin. And he said, how'd you know? He said the outfit, something like that. Okay. Um, I don't remember now, but I thought someone said that. So there were people who knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was uh, the grandfather. Yeah, Virgil. Virgil. Okay, well, we got our answer to why he killed himself. Atonement. Right. So, he's, But first yeah. to go in there and help him. Yeah, and I guess we'll never find out exactly what happened. What he's atoning for. Um, well, being a pedophile for his own son, I, I think, is what we're thinking. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. I think it's okay that we don't find out definitively. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, with with even the two of us not liking the perpetual rape stories in other shows or how graphic um, some other shows, you know, namely Game of Thrones can be another big HBO one that we watch. It's it's kind of nice, actually, to have something where they tell you, but they don't make it so explicit. Mm -hmm. So we can probably trust our gut about it. And if, if we're, if our gut were wrong and, and if it were important that our gut is wrong, then I think they would tell us. Mm-hmm. So, so um, and, and we also learned about the birds. I, I think what's happening is that the birds that make it out of the hotel are the ones that come back alive in the box. Oh yeah. That's great. That's great. So, you know, so you were right about that. And it looks like um, 
Michael did just bury him a little bit underground. A little bit, yes. Yeah. We we were also right about, in some ways, the water, or at least the water was important, mm-hmm. um, that drinking the water made you forget. Right. It's like drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh gosh, what else? There, I think there was something else that we were right about there that we had guessed about. Oh, well, that, that I think we did sort of guess that Virgil was punishing himself by killing himself. And so, as he said, yeah. for atonement yeah. and that Michael dragged out Kevin to bring him back, hopefully to bring right, him back. Right. But he was clearly shocked. He was, I guess he'd never seen it actually work. He just heard about it. Yeah. The legend. Right. And he, you know, his mother had been, uh, had been doing this, but with birds though, and, and birds yeah. were already alive. <laughs> yes. Birds that should not have lived for three days under the ground. True. But, but birds, nonetheless, this was mm-hmm. a, a man that that got killed by drinking poison. So if he was dead and he was under, he was he was um, buried for. I I don't think it was three days, but I don't either. To um, me, it, it seemed like maybe hours. But yeah, maybe, maybe we'll find out. So is yeah is is he um, Jesus? Hmm. <laughs> is he the Jesus of the leftovers? Well, Lazarus. I guess we'll mm, see mm-hmm. if he's right. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I also don't think Jesus ever pushed. I mean, he fought the devil, but that was when he was spending 40 days and nights in the wilderness. Okay. You know, and I doubt that Michael sat out there for 40 days and nights. No. That's why I also think it probably wasn't even three days. Okay. Yeah. Just I mean, maybe it was. Maybe maybe it was exactly three days. So he went home and then he came back and he was there on the third day and boom. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of figured it was hours, but um, I don't know. And of course, Lazarus didn't fight his demon or adversary when he was dead. Jesus just brought him back, and I honestly always felt a little bit bad for Lazarus. Because he was dead and, I mean, maybe the kingdom of heaven wasn't open then since Jesus hasn't died yet. (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if Lazarus had gone to heaven and now Jesus brought him back from there, I I would be not very happy. (laughs) So maybe you're right about he's uh, Kevin is the Jesus figure here. Well, fun. Oh, how about Mary being there in the hotel? Mm-hmm. So I, do you think she had, had drunk the water? No, I think that's just where her, her mind is and her, you know, her mind and body are separate. Yeah. You know, Cause she's kind of in that, that vegetative state. True. So, so then to me, that means that Matt, um, I mean, I still feel like I, I, I still believe that Matt really believes that Mary had come back and was awake those hours that mm-hmm. night when they had sex. Mm-hmm. But now that we've seen Mary there in American Horror Story Hotel, <laughs> right. um, I haven't even watched <laughs> that. Maybe she really did come back briefly, but I don't know. 
Maybe. Yeah. You know, um, oh, because, okay. And then, you know, Kevin communicating with his father and his father presumably is still alive. Yeah. So very there much. Is a way to contact the other side. Yeah. Well, we saw when his father was appearing on the TV, he was with what a guy and, and two women doing some drugs. I don't really see him doing drugs in, in his real life, though, do you? Like right now? The father? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So so doing some psychedelic mm-hmm. whatnot. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I do. Well, and he was clearly accurate about the well. Well, we're assuming he was right. You know, we haven't seen mm-hmm. Kevin without Patty now. Right, right. They have a lot to do in one more episode. Oh, my God. Um. They really do. So basically, I'm thinking it's it's going to be tying all the threads together and not going back to fully answer a bunch of things, except maybe just in passing. You know, it's like if we still have lingering questions about any of this, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it really just doesn't matter. Right. Those are the ones that are not going to be answered. But yeah. They've answered a lot of the major questions. So. Uh-huh. I feel like it too, yeah. So the whole thing about let the mystery be, well, we found out a whole lot mm-hmm. <laughs> about the mystery. And it's just like the minor stuff, like polar bears on the island. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That was one of the most I'm easily answered. answered questions. Yeah, so. I know, I know. This <laughs> is one people still complain and about. a lot of um, comments that I saw online about um, International Assassin, where it's the most lost-like episode of The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of lost, done right. Aww. <laughs> it's like, um... I thought lost was done right. It's okay, it's fine. So <laughs> so how about... Oh, well, so first it was nice to see some other people back who had died in season one. So we had Gladys. Right. Right. And Wayne. Yes. Hugging Wayne. Um, <laughs> and I it? think I sent you I sent you a text message. Holy motherfucking Wayne. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I saw him on screen, I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> so how about the real Patty being the little girl? Mm-hmm. That was just really cool. I guess you can be like whatever version of you you need to be when you go to uh, the hotel. I'm guessing that that's what she most felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, wow, the just the scenes of her, the little girl with Kevin were so great. Mm-hmm. And I was getting teary and weepy um, right before, you know, like leading up to him pushing her into the well. Mm-hmm. And then when she turned into the patty that he recognized and he jumped down in there with her, it that was just such a great scene. Yeah. So fabulous. And you and I had already talked before about 
Regina King deserving a minimum of a nomination for whatever category they put it, put this, this series in, you know, is Mm -hmm. it a series or is it, would she be a supporting actress or would she be a guest on a series or supporting actress uh, drama? Okay. So, you know, she would be totally deserving of that. But after that, the scene of Patty in the well, oh, my God. Now, I, I mean, I think that they should submit for both of them because that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and for Kevin to hug her and kiss her head. And then drown her. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. That, but he had to. He had to get rid of his demon. He had to kill yeah. his demon. But it was so – I love. I mean, because you know how I feel about the um, – I want everybody to have compassion and not have, you know, I'm more of a Morgan, (laughs) uh, walking dead Morgan. Um, So I just loved that, that he, he didn't feel anger. It didn't seem like he was sad. He was crying. He was compassionate. Uh I believe in that moment he felt love for her. Yeah. And so that's what made me so teary. Mm -hmm. Actual. He still had to do this. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see what he's going to be like personality wise now that he's been reborn. And how is he going to get Nora back? Mm-hmm. What is he going to tell her? Oh my gosh, so much to do. Yeah. <laughs> Will Nora come back? What is he going to tell Jill? Mm-hmm. I think it's less important to me what he tells Lori. Forgot her name for a moment. Um, but Jill is still back at the house with Lori and pissed off and Nora's pissed off with Lily and Mary. <sighs> and I want them all back together. <laughs> Just happy. This is the leftovers. We probably won't get a happy. <laughs> Sorry. But I think we can. I think Lindelof has more hope for humanity than the makers of The Walking Dead do. I do. Maybe. Yeah. He does. He does. So in this, in, in 1013, I had forgotten about that, that scene in season one where Matt was holding up a photo of Meg's mom and yeah. where Meg beat him up. I forgot about that too. Yeah. So that was a nice callback to Mm -hmm. have that explained, her anger and everything. Mm -hmm. And and that was also a nice little scene at the beginning of of the episode, her having lunch with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it happened the, the day before. And so it's kind of forgotten. Yeah. I thought that was a really good point about um, that. It's like her pain for from her mother's death was was forgotten by everyone else and just became unimportant because of this other thing happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I also loved what Isaac, the the psychic said i mean, first i i it was amazing that he he proved that he was in con, in contact with her by mentioning the walnuts um mm-hmm. but 
uh, you know, when she wanted to, when Meg wanted to know what it was her mom had wanted to tell her, it probably was something just mundane. She didn't know she was about to die. No. So it's probably some gossip about some friend or something. <laughs> right. Right. So I do wonder why Meg told her ex fiance or her then fiance that Isaac wasn't the real deal. What do you think was going on? Well, I think maybe she didn't want him to know that this guy was real. And, um, but why told her some things? Yeah. Um, because I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something that I wonder if he told her something else about like that had to do with him, about them. Not, I don't know that she might leave him or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And will she see Isaac again now that she's back there at Jordan? And will he recognize her? Yeah. Okay, I have to write all these down. Oh, all the questions? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good for you. I'll forget that. Yep. Oh, all right. What else in this one? Oh, so Tom, I feel like was, um, yeah, so clearly he wanted to go back to Meg. Um, he was, he was feeling lost. I don't really feel like he wanted to rejoin the guilty remnant so much as wanting to belong somewhere and have some sense of truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He wanted to understand what had happened. And yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think he quite understands what happened. So, <laughs> yeah. So I wonder what he's going to do having found these girls in the trailer. Not that he knows who they are or that no. they're missing from the town. No, he has no idea. I mean, from his perspective, they're just three guilty remnants in a trailer. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? Right. Except that I think we all thought it was explosives in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they, they did mention that she was buying explosives. So Yeah. Well, even before they mentioned that, we had a glimpse was that like just in her mind of that trailer on the bridge? And so I was thinking then like explosives, like she was going to blow up the bridge mm -hmm. or something. That's and I don't know how that would help. Yeah. So, okay. Did she actually blow up the school bus or did she, or no. was that just a, she did not blow it up. Okay. Because when, um, true blood Tara's mom, <laughs> you know, Porter yeah. was talking to her in that house afterwards. Uh, I, yeah, I heard that she said it was scaring the kids. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit crazy though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. Uh-huh. Uh, and it is still weird to me what they're doing and especially her. I mean, so they want people to what be in constant pain and memory of that day of all those people departing. Mm -hmm. But I think I feel like most of the people who had someone depart are not getting over that pain. It's still with them. They're just finding a way to live with the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like any most death. people do. Right. Right. <laughs> So it, it's, it's really, to me, odd 
that this group believes that if the, if I'm correct on what they're believing, that they believe people should be in really acute, overt pain about it day in, day out and focus on nothing else but that. I mean, what do they want? They want everyone to become a guilty remnant. I guess. Yeah. The world will just stop and, but it can't. I guess it could, but, but why, what's the point of that? Maybe that's it. They don't have a point because there was no point to the departure. Right. So life is pointless. Yeah. So everything that we do is pointless. Yeah. Well then standing outside of someone's house, just smoking at them is equal (laughs) pointless. So there you go. (laughs) Smoking at them. So Meg should be fine standing outside of people's homes, smoking at them instead of throwing hand grenades and school buses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess she just wants to make it worse. Because nobody's listening. And so doing something crazy like that will uh, make them listen. Yeah. So this is, this is where Tommy was when he was not, talking to when his uh mom Lori was looking for him yeah so oh do you think meg is pregnant um i she might be yeah yeah because that's one of the things i had speculated about when she raped him mm-hmm. well but as he said fucked him mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so the answer she finally gave him was to get you pregnant meaning him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just a funny way. Like, well, that's different. Science yeah. is different in this uh, <laughs> universe. <laughs> well, if everything's pointless. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And the oh gosh, the the knock knock joke. Yes. <laughs> oh god. Because yeah, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, that's cute, and now it's creepy. <laughs> Little bit. I mean, I still think it, it's creepy because of what's happening right now. But mm-hmm. um, I think that when Meg told her that joke, it was to be cute or have yeah. a have that moment. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was to be cute. I think she was. Or, yeah, not to be cute, but yes. To have yeah. Yeah. When I heard that joke from Evie earlier in the season, um, I shared it with my nine-year-old son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. Then the other night I shared it again and he just shook his head at me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. I already know that one, mom. Oh. I know I taught it to you because <laughs> Evie taught it that. Yeah. Well, actually I think it's, it is a very old joke. But still. Yeah. Yeah. I thought a nine-year-old would like it and he did just once briefly. <laughs> okay you've done your duty (laughs) but um yeah I think I think they probably kept in communication you know the usual ways email texting obviously talked about guilty remnant and yes how pointless things were and (laughs) but I wonder how it's it's I guess it's not really important but like did Meg go back there no, All they I knew, mean, they, I mean, I, maybe they exchanged emails or maybe something. Maybe they did. There was, you know, there, they may have been sitting there talking for longer than was shown on camera. Yeah. Yeah. And it is interesting. And it, and it makes me wonder what 
happened with Evie and her friends that made them want to do something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, What did Meg say to convince them of this? Oh, well, then again, you know what? Maybe Evie was there before Meg was. Because when, so Evie came over to her looking as down and dour as possible. And uh, when she said something to Meg about, sorry, you didn't find what you were looking for. No one ever does. So Evie was already jaded about all of these people coming there. Right, right. Maybe Meg got back in touch with Evie to get some kind of guidance. I I don't know. I mean, probably not since she became a guilty remnant. But so maybe like when we saw Evie and her friends running through the woods naked and seemingly happy, maybe they were happy because they knew that this was about to come. Like, yeah, some people, when they've decided to commit suicide, they can all of a sudden seem like they're doing great because they've made the decision. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the case for these three. Maybe. And the running naked through the woods was truly just them having fun, possibly. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but there is still magic going on because of the bird and Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it's not all explainable. No. No. Definitely not, which is fine. Oh, and so the season finale is not going to be any longer than normal? I don't know. I, I, I feel that it needs to be <laughs> because uh-huh. there's so many things <laughs> that need to be. Uh, yeah. Well, they finally, um, well, it could be a a dummy title, but um, uh, let me back up again. It looks like the last one is called um, I Live Here Now. Or yeah, that's, I that's what I found also. Yeah. I live here now. Yeah. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. The, this season has been amazing. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, I think, you know, if there were time, um, Damon Lindelof needs to uh, have a little writer's workshop with uh, The Walking Dead. You mean to give them some pointers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give them some pointers on how to um, how to do a cliffhanger, how to make the characters interesting, you know, little things. Yeah. How to do those <laughs> those episodes that follow different characters' points of view without feeling like the the writers are fucking with us. Yeah. In Leftovers this season, I have never for a moment felt like they're fucking with us. Mm-hmm. In contrast, in The Walking Dead, they fucked with us so much that I stopped totally caring what happens to the characters. Right. And that's huge. Right. Because that's the reason that I watch a show is because I care about the characters. Mm-hmm. And... If they mess with that, they're going to lose viewers. Yeah. They didn't do it in an artful way yeah. without giving spoilers, you know? So. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll, I have a lot more to say on that Tonight. topic on another podcast. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Next week with uh, 
leftovers finale. Ugh. So much. I have I have my list of questions here that oh, good. Uh, may or may not be answered. Will it be like um, Q and A bingo? <laughs> leftovers Q and A bingo. Exactly. Yeah, we'll make a. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't have time to make a bingo card. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So just a checklist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess if we had enough questions that everyone sent in, then we could make multiple bingo cards. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and the prize is they'll get a podcast out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Podcast bingo. Right. Uh, yeah. This has just been an amazing season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've said it before, but as much as I loved the leftovers first season, it's not that I it's not that I've enjoyed this one more. I think it makes sense that that well maybe in some ways I am enjoying it more, but it can't stand alone. You know, you have to have season 1 first. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just the the storytelling is so outstanding. It is. It really is. And Fargo as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they um maybe my my top 2 right now mm-hmm. game of thrones is because i i have to know what happens um so we'll see how season six